Hello, and welcome to Thrive, a podcast that gives you strategies and inspiration to help you live your best life. Learn from us, two cancer survivors, as we show you how we don't just survive, but thrive. Hi, I'm Dara Kurtz, creator of CrazyPerfectLife.com, a place to go to help you find meaning each day, and author of the book, Crush Cancer, the book I needed when I heard those terrifying words, you have cancer, available on Amazon. Hi, I'm Garth Callahan. I am a seven-ton cancer thriver. But more importantly, I am also the original napkin notes dad. I've been writing notes to my daughter, Emma, and sticking them into her lunch ever since kindergarten. So this episode of the podcast is sponsored by the Crush Cancer online course, a 10-module online program that you can watch from your home. It's little videos with worksheets that go along with each module. It is regularly $197, but with your coupon code THRIVE, you will receive 50% off, and that means you will get the whole course for $99. The 10 modules talk about things such as you didn't ask for cancer, but now we have to deal with it, to thinking about yourself as a survivor, establishing a mantra, physical and emotional changes, fear versus faith, creating a daily self-care practice, and so many more things. You can check it out by going to crazyperfectlife.com and clicking on the Crush Cancer Online course. Hey everyone, we are so happy to be here. It is summer and we thought that that would be a great opportunity to talk to you about how you can make this your best summer ever. And when we were thinking about the topic, this topic really came to mind because I remember when I was initially diagnosed and I was going through treatment and everyone around me was going on summer vacations or doing something really fun. And I was in my house dealing with the side effects of chemo and every other week going to receive chemo. And I was really, really down, didn't feel good because of everything I was dealing with, but also because I just felt like it was so unfair. Why am I having to go through this when everyone around me is having such a fun summer? And um, it just really kind of made me think about how much of our attitudes play such an important role and if we're going to have a good summer or if we're not going to have a good summer or if we're dealing with something hard kind of ways to kind of still enjoy the space we're in, even if we're going through something hard. So today we're going to talk about how to make this your best summer ever, regardless of what you're dealing with. You know, so Dara, as I was hearing your words and, you know, this is kind of, it's not a pre-planned topic. Garth, um, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, we have pages and pages <laughs> of notes and research and... Well, so you know what? In, in, a, lot, in a lot of cases, that's the yeah. truth, right? Um, however, this topic, it, it's its actually a great example for summer, right? Summer's kind of a, a different time for a lot of people. Yeah, right? exactly. Kids are out of school or sometimes work slows down depending on the field of work that you're in. Uh, now you talked about having to manage your your emotions and 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 whatnot while your friends were off going to beach vacations yeah, or whatever. while watching everyone else have fun, dealing with some shit that I was dealing with, and I think a lot of people get get into that space. Well, so I, I think that that's one of the first things is that you really need to judge your life by your own, and you have to keep that envy of yes. the Joneses out of it. 
right? So um, like right now, and surprise, I'm going to talk about Star Wars for a second. The, I don't know if you know this, but, oh, no, you do know this, but uh, the Los Angeles Disney yeah. just opened up that really big Star Wars park. I did know that. And a lot of Don't my... ask me why I know that, but I do know that. <laughs> it's probably guilt through association. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, and, and a lot of my friends are going or people that I know are going and they're posting pictures. And by the way, like their reservations aren't required. But yesterday it filled up in 10 minutes, right? After 10 minutes, they had to stop allowing people into the park. Mm, wow. Um, so there's this huge pent up demand and I could, I could allow that to affect me, right? I could be very envious of all of those people. Um, even though I, I definitely have it within my means to go, you know, buy a $200 plane ticket to Los Angeles and, and, and go to this Disney fantastic place um, but I don't, you know, I, I am choosing to not allow that to affect me. Um, it's not the right, number one, it's not the right time for me to go. Um, I, I don't want to take, uh, I can't take the time away from work. I can't take the time away from podcasting. I can't take the time away from my family, mainly because Emma's home for the summer. Yeah, and, and when Emma's home, you're not going anywhere. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I would be really hard pressed to exactly um, to especially because now I'm back into the groove of writing napkin notes to her. So sweet every day. Um, so she has her summer job. I'm writing. You know, I'm getting up and I'm writing notes. Um, I'm starting to feel a little bit like the old Garth that I loved. Um, oh, I love that. And but you know, on that same token, I'm sure that if I paid attention. I have friends and family that are all doing other fun things for the summer. Yeah. We've chosen to do one or two things early on. So we had our vacation earlier yes. um, because that's a good time for Lisa to take off. Emma hadn't yet started her summer job, um, but now their schedules are kind of booked. Yeah. So I was at dinner with someone the other night and he, we were talking about crazy perfect life and he was asking me questions or blah, blah, blah. And he was said, Dara, you know, what have you really learned? And, you know, I said, I've made a lot of mistakes. I've, you know, kind of trying to figure it out, learning as I've been going through. And he said, what's the number one thing you learned? And I told him, you know, just thinking about it for a second is just not to compare yourself to other people. And I think that just, I really have learned that help comparing myself to other people just isn't helpful, but I think it also is definitely something to talk about when we're talking about your summer and what you're doing, because it's so easy to scroll through social media right now and see people doing all these really fun things and maybe feel a little envious, but remember that your summer is your summer and their summer is their summer and just Whatever you have going on, whatever you're dealing with right now, your attitude really still does play such a big part in if this is going to be a great summer or not. And so I would say decide right now that this is going to be a good summer regardless of what's going on. We're going to give you a few more tips to help you kind of navigate those roads to get maybe the summer that you want. But it is a choice, just so like Garth said. It's a very mature choice. Right. It, it, you have to have a very mature perspective to judge yourself on yourself. And it's hard, Garth. It's, it's very hard. And sometimes it can get 
it's really challenging and emotional to do that. But part of that is it gives you the freedom to, in fact, be yourself, be yourself and make your own great summer. And yeah, I so, love that. So I started something um, that is, I think, going to make my great summer. I can't wait to hear this. Well, and you know part of the origin story behind this. Okay. So a couple of months ago, I ordered some ink for oh, my fountain yeah. pen and some samples, right? So I just wanted to try some new colors. And I'm not really, um, imagine Garth, I don't really stray very far from blue black <laughs> and orange, right? So those are my colors. Those are my go-to colors. And so I ordered the sample set from a pen company called Goulet Pen Company, who happens to be in Richmond, Virginia, which is amazing. Literally like 3.2 miles from my house. And I got the samples, no big deal. But I went to actually use them a couple of days ago. And I was trying to look at the samples and I couldn't quite tell what a couple of the colors were. Um, and the names were very vague. I mean, like Red Dragon, I knew that that was red. But some of these other ones, I couldn't really quite tell the color and even holding them up to the light, wasn't getting it. So I called up the order online and was matching up the colors to the names and a few of them didn't match up. So I, not that I cared because I wanted to try different colors. I got different colors, no big deal. But I shot them a note just really quickly to say, hey, just wanted to let you know there might've been a problem somewhere. This is not a big deal. And I actually said in the email, do not send me new ink. Do not give me credit, right? I just wanted to let you know because I want to help you out. You're a local company. I love your company. I just wanted to help. I get an email reply back. Oh, no, we're, we'll absolutely drop you the samples in the mail. And I, I think I said something silly like, oh, you don't even know my address. Oh, of course they did because I ordered the stupid samples <laughs> to start with. But please, that's really not the purpose. And, and then I pulled the cancer card. <laughs> but, it, but it was... You know, I'm really not stressed about these three different colors because I wanted to try colors anyway. I want you to understand what stress is for me, right? I had just had a CT. I hadn't gotten the results. I had treatment coming up. And so I listed all of these things. I'm like, different color inks are not, are they're not even in my top 100 stressors right now. Can you just imagine the person on the other end receiving your email thinking, I just want to give this guy some inks. And then the next thing she knows, you're like listing out CT scan, don't know results. Going, I mean, you know, she's probably like, oh my gosh. I know. She's like, she's like yelling at the warehouse people. How come you didn't send them the right ink? Now I have to deal with this crap. <laughs> so all of a sudden she says, oh, I know the perfect thing. Let me know when you receive our package. And that was it. Fun. I know, right? And so because they're local, like two days that, later, I get this talk. package on a yeah. Saturday. And it's this pen. It's it, I don't even know how they come up with the name. It's Twisby, which I think it's a, a really weird, awesome name. This Twisby pen. And I'm, I'm so excited because it's a new pen. It also writes like butter. It's just fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I am just overwhelmed by the fact that they would send me this free pen, which, by the way, I mean, honestly, it wasn't like a $800 pen. It's like a $20 pen. It was really um, nice. But it was incredibly kind of them. And so my attitude is, oh, they sent me something free. Game on. <laughs> yeah, because Garth, Garth hashtag competitive Garth now wants to 
see what he can do better. That's right. That's right. So I email back and th I thank, thank them profusely. Um, and there's a, also a side story to the pen, by the way. The side story is that a customer purchased 10 of them a couple of years ago, and he just wanted to have Goulet pens hold on to them and give them out to customers that might need it. Oh my gosh, I love that. I know, right? So the, the backstory to the pen is even better. The backstory is better. We need to find that guy. Anyways, well, go and, on. And by the way, the, the one that I got was the last one, right? Oh They've given out the other nine. So I asked Goulet Pens mm -hmm. for their staff list. I want all their names. And Did they think that was a little weird? They did think it was a little weird, but they're also <laughs> online. Right? Okay, so, so they know that you're not a complete nut job. Right, right. Uh, well, they I don't know that they know this yet. Uh, maybe even today they might think I'm a complete nut job, especially after yesterday. So they've got about 40 people, including the two owners. And so I write Susan, who is the person who sent me the free pen. I write her a personalized thank you letter. And I kind of tell about how much I love fountain pens and my fountain pen history. I sign... 40 copies of the napkin notes book. Love and, that so much. And I write personalized individual notes inside to each employee. Wow. I had a couple of napkin notes t-shirts that were left over from something that we had done a few years ago. Um, and then I also wrote a letter to the two owners. How and fun is that for them to receive all this? Well, and I showed up, I delivered it personally yesterday afternoon. Wow. Like, like they're, they're not they open to the public. They just love you so much. Well, they don't have, they don't have a storefront, right? So it's okay. literally just an office and a warehouse. And so, you know, imagine this, knock, 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 Garth Callahan with this big box of books. Please and... tell me you didn't wear your Star Wars outfit. I did not. Oh, that would have been so awesome. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they love Star Wars. Okay. They would have gone oh, gaga over okay. that. Okay. <laughs> um, and so all of a sudden, you know, I'm having to tell the napkin note story and my health history over and over and over again. Yeah. And somewhere that they say something about, um, oh, you know, we really need to tell the warehouse guys this because it's, it's sometimes it's difficult for the warehouse people to understand what our customers are ordering and why. Yes, I understand that. Well, and then I turned to them and I said, oh, no, it's, it's not about that. It's not pen and ink. It's not. And I said, the pen and ink are just the method. I said, mm -hmm. what you're delivering is the ability for people to write tangible letters on pieces of paper and save them for posterity. And you're, you're giving the ability of grandparents to write to grandchildren and moms to write to sons. And, oh, my God, people started crying. Mm. Because they, they're like, oh, we have this one customer that gets it, right? It's not about the 25 different pens you have and the thousands of ink colors. It's what you do. Yeah. If anyone gets it, I feel like for sure you get it. Right. Well, if, And I I'm, get it totally. No, and you absolutely get it because you're also a pen and paper person. Exactly. Yeah. And so the reason why I'm sharing this story today is not because about the pen and ink and, and how it was a cool thing. It was because I chose that that was how I was going to make my summer great. And I think that I'm probably going to go back there and sit in on a team meeting. Yeah, and I think we're going you should. to go to a pen show together. Goodness. I mean, yeah, you're like, we oh need my to goodness, have Garth. them on the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. They're in. Yeah, They're for in. sure. And fun fact, 
my husband actually is into pens as well, and he gets his ink and paper from this company also. Yeah, so we'll put we'll so put anyway, a agree. link to Goulet pens in in the show notes. But but again, it, the the story isn't about Goulet pens, and it's not really about Garth. It's about I chose this action, and it is making me feel like I am having yeah. a great summer. You are having a great summer, right? Exactly. Um, but it was purposeful. Yeah. So what are you going to do to have a great summer? Well, I actually really already am having a great summer because I always try to focus on gratitude. And so I feel like if you stay in the gratitude space, regardless of what you're going through, and you count your blessings, not your problems, you're going to help yourself really feel good. And positive energy breeds positive energy, negative energy breeds negative energy. And so I just always, every day, and we've talked about this before, try to count my blessings, not my problems. But I mean, before my feet really even hit the, the floor, before I even get out of bed, I really kind of think to myself, I am grateful for blah, blah, blah. I am grateful for. And I really think about the day and what I get to do and how grateful I am to get to do whatever it is that's going on. And that doesn't necessarily always mean that my life is, you know, rainbows and sunshine. There's definitely days when I'm doing things that I don't necessarily want to be doing. But if you stay in that gratitude space and you are able to feel thankful for the blessings that you have in your life, even if you're going through a hard time, even if you're going through treatment or you're not feeling good, or maybe you've lost a loved one or, um, you know, there's a plethora of possibilities there that, um, might not be ideal, but there's still blessings in your life. And I feel like having a good summer, deciding you're going to have a good summer, you're not going to get there unless you have gratitude in that space. You know, uh, I said something to uh, a friend of mine the other day, and I think it took him aback. He said something like, uh, you know, Garth, I wish you didn't have to go through your treatment. And, you know, the cynical, sarcastic Garth would have said something like, yeah, me too, right? But I was feeling particularly grateful that day. Rather than giving him a sarcastic answer, I looked at him and I said, you know, I'm thankful for being able to have this treatment. And he immediately got this look on his face like, okay, I, I get it. Right. I, I understand now because, you know, to be honest, there aren't a lot of treatments available to me and most of them have less than a 20% success rate. And I'm thankful for the one that I have, because even though it has a, an overall success rate of about 30% in patients, I'm responding really well to it. So, you know, that I'm absolutely choosing, a huge thing to be grateful for. Right. And, and I'm choosing to be grateful to have the treatment as opposed to looking at it like, oh, woe is me. I've got to have this chemo treatment. Because how would that really help you if you walked around saying my life sucks? Woe is me. Why am I dealing with this? I mean, it's not going to do anything but make you feel badly. And sure, I'm sure that you have your moments that, and you're absolutely entitled to have them. But you also see the value in counting your blessings. Right. And overall, right. So yeah, yeah. I have a bad moment or a bad day, but overall I'm choosing gratefulness. Exactly. I remember my dad used to um, uh, sing this song whenever one of his kids were being less than joy joyous. 
Um, and I won't sing it, but it was something like, you know, nobody loves me. Everybody hates me. Guess I'll eat some worms. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, eh, wait, nobody loves me. Everybody <laughs> hates me. I think I'll eat some worms. I always say that to my kids sometimes, actually, when they, um, when they're like having a pity party. Yeah. yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, I know that my dad was probably not as encouraging singing that song. No, um, I think they get the point though. Yeah, but it was it's light it, and, and fun. And so I I really liked to focus on whatever positive I can. Um, and that actually brings me to the napkin note for the week, hmm. um, because I think it's a good time to talk about that. I literally wrote this for Emma yesterday. Perfect. And I couldn't, I can't imagine a, a more perfect note than what this says and the especially the fundamental meaning behind it dear emma you attract what you are not what you want if you want great then be great love dad love that so much that's a great one it's kind of like i i wrote a note to emma a while ago and it was it was something like you know you don't just wake up and and be awesome one day it takes practice Right? Yeah. You've got you've got to try to do it over and over and over again, and, and it needs to become this repetitive pattern. You don't just wake up and you know. And it's okay to make mistakes. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But it's it's not something that you just turn on because you're going to stumble and you're going to have to try new methods and try new ways. But it's the effort and it's the momentum that you build in choosing to be awesome or choosing to be great so that you can have a great summer, which will carry into a great fall, which will carry into yeah. a great year and a great life. Momentum. Absolutely. Right. So another way to help yourself have a great summer is to maybe do something out of your routine. As we said at the beginning of this, you know, maybe you're not working like you usually do, or your kids aren't in school and your schedule's a little bit different. It stays light longer. And so there's really a lot of opportunity to maybe get out of your normal routine and put something in there that you maybe really have wanted to do or just kind of look for ways to intentionally achieve whatever it is you really want to achieve. For example, it's really important to me that we spend a lot of quality time as a family. And my kids like to call that forced family fun <laughs> because, you know, they don't always see it as something that's such a blessing. Maybe sometimes they feel like we're forcing them to to all be together. But the point is that that's something that's really important to me. And so I look for ways for opportunities that we can be together that maybe are a little bit different than our normal schedules. And so maybe that's having a picnic somewhere or eating dinner outside because it's pretty or just even going to a new restaurant that we all haven't been to or taking a walk. So it's really not about spending a lot of money. It's not about going on some amazing vacation, which believe me, I love going on great vacations. But at the end of the day, it's really all about the day-to-day -day life that you have and how to make your day-to-day -day life special and how to bring in whatever is important to you into that space and recognizing that summer gives you the opportunity to maybe be a little bit more intentional and change your schedule around a little bit to do something new. And summer, it's, like you said, summer is a great opportunity for that because there are so many things that happen in summer that don't happen the rest of the year, whether it's, you know, a free Shakespeare in the park 
or you know, I know that there are a lot of things that happen um, in my area, that, like music um, concerts, and right? Stuff. There's there's yeah. like a music thing, or you know, uh, a lot of the county parks do special events that they don't normally do otherwise. Emma took me out to a minor league baseball game for Father's Day. Mm, that's super cute, right? It and, and she knows how much I love to watch baseball. It was an eight dollar ticket, right? So I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, right. So really, it, honestly, cheaper than a movie. And it wasn't even about the money. It was just it about wasn't. the time. Doing um, something together that you both really enjoyed that you don't usually maybe get to do. Right, right. And, um, you know, there there are so, like, we generally eat outside a lot more um, during the, the spring, summer, fall time. You know, it's it's about, it's just that change of pace. Uh, we also, when we eat outside, we turn on music outside. You know, we bring a little radio or something out. And it's it's so different, even though mm-hmm. it's the same. Yeah, it's just a different feel and it just feels special because it is different. So yeah. you can make, we've talked about this so many times, you can make the, your everyday life extraordinary and you can make it feel special just by putting in a little bit of intention and maybe thinking about what you can do to kind of make it feel a little bit more special. It just takes a tiny bit of effort for people to really notice the difference. I walk Charlie almost every day and you would think that that's a a very basic routine thing for me. And to a certain extent it is, but I'm really thankful because there's this change where I'm not, I'm not doing the walk thinking, Oh my God, it's so cold. I can't believe that I'm outside. Aren't you now now kind of going, it's a good thing I did this early because it's, I mean, it is hot. It it is hot and Charlie doesn't like the real hot. So um, again, I'm thankful because the routine is broken. Rather than walking her at my pace, I have to walk her at the pace of the weather, right? So I'm getting up earlier. Yeah, I'm taking I love her that. for the walk earlier. I'm seeing different people in the park, right? I'm meeting new people, which, you know, people I don't normally yeah. see at, at 830 in the morning because I'm there at 7. And what's great about that, it also gives me a little bit more time in the morning because I'm forcing myself to wake up a few minutes earlier than normal or than I'd like to. And I finish the walk and it's like, oh, wow, I have an extra 15 minutes. I can, you know, catch my breath and get ready for my day and, you know, have a have a little bit longer of a shower or whatever. Yeah, I love that. Getting out of your daily, your normal routine a little bit in the summer and mixing it up a little bit, I think is going to bring you a lot of happiness. I think I think it'll just it's it's um. It's fun to have a new routine. It's it's fun to do something different. And so that's what you're saying. Yeah. So I, I have a, I have another tip for people Ooh. in the summer. And this is this is actually um, pretty near and dear to my heart. You know that I do a lot of volunteering through the Knights of Columbus. You don't have to be part of a formal volunteer organization to do a little bit of volunteer work over the summer. And this will help in two ways. One is that, again, it gets you out of your routine. Maybe maybe you haven't had a chance to, to volunteer or to help people who might be in need. The other thing is that those volunteer organizations are desperate for extra help in the summer because guess what? Their staff is taking vacations, right? Or they're, they're not necessarily working full weeks. And so having that extra set of hands is really important to them. I know that uh, the, uh, the blood services here in Virginia, not only do they need extra volunteers, they need extra areas to do blood drives. 
because the places that they normally go to are less populated, right? So there are all sorts of opportunities for you to get out of your comfort zone and to do some good for the community. Mm, I love that so much. Such a good one. And my last little tip is look around, maybe make a list of 10 things that you've always wanted to do in your area, but you've never been able to do just because life has sort of gotten in the way. Maybe there's, um, you know, blueberry farm and you want to go blueberry picking, or maybe an hour away, there's a great park that you've always wanted to go to, or just make a list of 10 different things that are within driving distance from where you live and think about what you've always wanted to do, but haven't been able to do because life has kind of gotten in the way. And then really go through that list. What are you waiting for? So go through that list and and check them off and enjoy it. And I think you're going to find that you're going to have a really fun summer doing different things, new things, things that you've always wanted to do, but you've never gotten around to doing. And you're going to look back and I think be really glad that you did that. And, you know, if you're really struggling trying to find those things, because maybe maybe you're new to the area or maybe... um, Sometimes it's difficult to see the forest through the trees. I've lived here in Richmond for 25 years. If somebody asked me, hey, Garth, what are some of the cool things to do in summer? I might struggle with trying to come up with something. And what's Um, good and what's cool to me might not be cool to you. Like everyone's different, too. Exactly. But there's a really good chance that your your area, like in Richmond, it's Mm richmond.com. They Mm -hmm. publish articles all the time about, hey, here are the 10 new cool things to do this summer, or here are the three things to pay attention to this weekend. You never know what they're going to be listing. Yes, exactly. And even if you can't do it that weekend, put it on your list, and then you won't forget about it. And it'll be there when maybe it's Friday evening, and you're thinking, what are we going to do this weekend? We're not going anywhere. Great. We are at home. How can we have a really fun weekend? I know we've talked about this before, but I always had a difficult time transitioning into summer because part of that daily connection that I had with Emma was so centered around writing a note to her every day. And so uh, I think that some parents and maybe even some kids kind of get off kilter, right? Everybody talks about the the knowledge that kids lose over the summer and, and, and it's really not even so much that it's we've had such a break from the routine. And so one of the recommendations I would give is, you know, what can you do to make your summer not a break that is so dramatic? I love that because I think what you're saying is people need a little bit of structure to kind of help them maybe feel well, and it's a Balanced. new structure. If, right. Yeah, you've got to come up with your new structure. So this, I, I love that. It's this, what, 10 or 12-week structure that didn't exist the rest of the nine months of the year. And maybe yeah. it's, you know, hey, you still get your kids up at regular time. Or maybe you get up at regular time. Or, I don't know, maybe you go out for ice cream every Friday. Or, you know, build in some structure for yourself. And here's why that structure is important. And it could be even, hey, I'm going to... I'm going to write a note to somebody once a week and do this. Or once a week, I'm going to go do this. Or I know what Dara's going to do. She's going to pick four-leaf clovers, and she's going to put them in people's mailboxes. right? But putting that structure in helps you so that at the end of the summer, you don't sit back and say, oh, gosh, what happened to those 10 weeks? What did we do? 
Yeah, I love that. I think that's so important. And another thing you can do that I just thought of, which I think a lot of people do is, you know, read a lot, right? So you might say, I want to read a new book every week and have family reading time or, you know, bring in some intention when you try to establish your structure, but get into your new summer routine. I love that, Garth. I think that's really good. Yeah, thanks. I think, you know, you and I have had kids at home now for, you know, 12 years throughout the course of school and summer's always weird and chaotic and different. It is. So, all right, along those lines, can, what are what is something that you have done for yourself to have some kind of summer routine that's different? I, like, I started a different exercise routine. Okay, I like it. All right. So, I, because I need it. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> but, but also, um, different for me meant, hey, maybe because it's new and attractive and you know that's the shiny new thing yeah maybe i'll maybe i'll enjoy it more or i'll stick through the summer um and summer's are you always... saying are you telling yourself like okay i'm committing to doing it for the summer for is that the what summer. you said and, okay. and we're and we're gonna see what it looks like at the end of summer and maybe i'll like go that. back to a different thing that's great good for you yeah, i thanks. like it i am trying to get up earlier and i am working really and in, i'm intentionally sitting down with my journal and I am writing a lot, like make a cup of tea, claiming that time for myself where normally I would be trying to force a teenager to get out of bed. That's awesome. And you know what? It's such a much, it's a better proposition for you to it sit is. down than rather trying to get somebody. I'm out a of bed. lot happier than <laughs> I'm a lot happier knowing that I had that time every morning and I'm not having to try to argue with my youngest daughter, Avi, about getting out of bed so she That's can be awesome. on time to school. Yeah. All right, everyone. So glad that you were here with us today. Don't forget to review and um, we so appreciate any comments that you leave us. You can always email us and share this podcast with your friends. We so appreciate it. And, and have a great ha- summer. Yeah. If you happen to be listening to us on an Apple device, we'd love a rating on the, uh, the app store before it goes away. Thanks a yeah. lot. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Thrive is created with the hope that we help you develop motivation and inspiration to make your life remarkable. You can find out more about me at napkinnotesdad.com. I invite you to get my free audio download, Reclaim Your Life at crazyperfectlife.com with tips and tools to help you feel your best. It would mean so much to us if you shared this with your friends and family and left us a review on iTunes. Remember, you deserve to thrive. Thrive Podcast is copyrighted by Dara and Garth.